welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I'm with Michael Linden from Lithium Battery Power. Their company specializes in historically marine-based lithium batteries, but they are expanding into like the overlanding world. Uh, I actually met him at Moore Expo a few months ago, and just super, super cool, super nice guy. I have a lot of questions about it because I'm getting ready to set up a dual battery system using my Red Arc stuff in my Frontier. Today, though, we are going to talk about the benefits of AGM versus lithium. So we're going to kind of do pros and cons of each. It's not necessarily to say that either one is a bad option for you, but again, the idea is to give you enough information that hopefully you can kind of look at your setup, look at the stuff that you are thinking of running, and this information will help you decide which one is best for your setup. So again, we're going to dive into AGM versus lithium, pros and cons, and final thoughts here in just a second. Stay tuned. As you just heard in the intro, today I'm with Michael Linden. Uh, we are going to be talking about AGM versus lithium batteries and, and just a bunch of pros and cons of those things. So welcome, Michael. Thank you for being with me today. Appreciate it. Yeah, Jason. Thanks for having me on. It was great meeting you at the More Expo. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a, I love the More Expo. What did you think of it? Was that your first time there? You guys first time? It was our first, yeah, it was LBP, Lithium Battery Power's first time there. Yeah. And yeah, I love the Ozarks. It was just, a, it was nice to get out of the Florida heat kind of get a little get some mountain action and you know get the rhythm of the road and drive and man chris puts on a great great um you know show yeah that was my uh second year there and i've always been super impressed like you know i'm not a retailer or anything like that but i'm fascinated by sort of the the give and take of that and it seems like a lot of people go there to learn stuff and buy stuff which is really yeah yeah, it was great, great to just, you know, inform people about lithium. Everyone yeah. was very interested and just really wanted to gain knowledge. And then also just, you know, networking with all the vendors, all the guys were just it just a blast to hang out with all weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so speaking of that, right, that kind of brings us to our topic. We were going to kind of talk today about not necessarily that one is better than the other, right? Like I, like no. I told you earlier, I mean, I've got an AGM starter and then I've got a lithium backup slash house battery. Um, but so kind of talking about the pros and cons of each and dispelling some myths maybe too, because I know I've heard things like, oh, lithium won't charge in the winter or, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. But you are obviously way more knowledgeable than me. So I would love to <laughs> gain some knowledge from you on this. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. There's you want to start with pros of, of you want to start with pros of lithium and then we can go pros of AGM and then go yeah, cons? Pro- yeah, absolutely. can kind of hit on both. I mean, there's plenty of pros for both, depending sure. on your system, what you're using and, you know, where you go. Uh, yeah. So, you know, pros of AGM, first of all, you know, you can beat the crap out of them. They can take a beating. You can, you know, take them in really cold weather, real hot weather, and you can really kind of just throw it at the wall. And it's going to take it, sure. um, you know, so there's those great, great things. Uh, when it comes yeah. to lithium, you know, you have a lot of other great things. You get this, you know, depth of discharge where, you know, you get about 95% out of that battery before the battery management system will kick in to, uh, you know, protect those cells. You know, a lot of people say you get 100%. 
and, and you get pretty close, but you know, it's nice to have that BMS in there that just, you know, protects everything and makes sure everything inside that battery is running properly. Sure. Yeah. And well, that makes perfect sense. Well, and that's, that's kind of was my thinking. And again, I'm not all that educated, but I've done some research, right. But when I was looking at my setup and, and you and I kind of touched on this earlier, but we can touch on it more that, you know, the, the AGM batteries are great for a starter option, right? Because yeah. lithium, the technology is not there yet. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, the technology is there with some batteries because, you know, uh, LBP, we make some, you know, batteries that have cold cranking amps. So we're, mm-hmm. you know, turning over marine motors and, and things of that nature. But w- from what we've kind of delved into and realized is, A, is right, really, really cold and trying to get those batteries to kick over. Mm-hmm. And then also is, you know, a lot of these engines aren't really made to handle that standard 14.4 voltage. Yeah. And then with that, the alternators that are inside of these, they're just not strong enough. And you you can put a, sure, you can put a lithium battery as your starter, but you're going to burn your alternator up huh. or you're going to, you know, have so many cold cranking amps that you're just going to shoot the motor through the hood, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I never even thought about that. I, I mean, I guess I've heard that, that there's different a difference in the voltage output between a lithium and like an AGM or a traditional starter battery, right? But I, yeah, I never really thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah, That's so there's awesome. a company in Kansas City. Uh, I was talking with one of the guys at more. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but they make these some beefy, beefy alternators uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of these overland guys that do want to have a lithium starting battery. And, you know, they run about $800, Ooh. but <laughs> it's a beefier alternator. It's putting out, you know, over 70, 80 amps. So it can really push the power and voltage in there. And like you said, yeah, the standard voltage on, on most lithium batteries is, you know, 14.2, 14.3 for a 12 volt battery. And those AGMs, they sit around, you know, 13, six or so. And just some of those chargers just, you know, aren't going to get it topped off all the way. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I feel good. I feel better about my choice to do AGM starter. And then, and mine's about 120 amp hour AGM starter, I think. So I get a little bit more juice in that. And then I've got a hundred amp hour lithium house battery and then that's so. where it really gets going and that's where the the meat and potatoes for lithium currently it, it really is you know you can run your cooler you can run a little mini ac you can run you know all your electric appliances diesel heater for the winter diesel heater for the winter to yeah. you know you charging your phone laptop and everything without having to have you know your car on you know yeah. the whole time you're doing it so it yeah. really gets really beneficial uh when you start wanting to add all the toys that you know, we want to have with us when we're traveling and doing stuff is, you know, as much as we try to get rugged and be old school is, you know, we still like to have a few little small glampies when we're, yeah, I still like to have something when we're with us, you know, (laughs) that's overlanding from what I've seen is not necessarily, doesn't mean roughing it. We're not in the military, right? This isn't like something (laughs) we're being forced to do. We, We want to enjoy it when we go out there. So makes perfect sense. Um, do we, do you think we've covered pretty much all the pros there? Should we jump into cons or is there, are there more? But yep. uh, yeah, cons of AGM really come to, uh, you know, the depth of discharge, like how the sure. benefit is lithium, you know, with that pucrid effect, you're only getting about 45% of that battery. So right. again, when you're using it for a house battery, fantastic. But when you want to think about having those amenities, having those things, you know, you want to be able to have that diesel heater on all night, you know, and yeah. you want to be able to go eight hours if you're sleeping right. and, and have it. And you just don't have that full effect with the AGM. And then if you do, you got to have two, three batteries to get you the proper, then you're running into weight distribution. Then you're running into an extra 
you know, 150, 200 pounds in the back of the cab rather than, you know, with a lithium battery, you know, that's another, you know, another pro, like we were just saying is, you know, one 100 amp hour lithium battery on average weighs about 30 pounds. So sure. you're cutting a ton of weight where you can add a cooler, you can add, add more gear and you can, you know, distribute it a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, and it's, it's kind of funny because of that depth of discharge. Like I, so I'm sort of new to my battery. I, I mentioned to you earlier, I killed my last battery on accident because I got locked out of my truck, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, but so my new lithium or my new AGM battery is, seems like it's been fine, but I accidentally, I have an ISCO JP50 fridge and, uh, I accidentally turned it on max mode instead of eco mode. And somehow I, and I literally turned it on like two o'clock in the afternoon, the day before I was going to leave for a, tri- a trip. Next day I went out, unlocked the car and it worked. It had enough juice to unlock the vehicle, but it would not start. Did not have enough juice to start. And I still have... I feel like there should be some protection on the fridge, even in max mode where it should have stopped that, but it didn't, it, it killed the battery. And ironically, I had to use my NOCO lithium jump starter, right? a little tiny lithium yeah, NOCO oh yeah. deal and, and put oh, it on there and the jump start the truck. And then it was fine. Drove it for two hours, worked fine all night, but it was a little warmer here. It was like in the eighties. So like it had to run pretty hard to get that fridge down to temp and then keep it there all night. I'm sure. So oh, absolutely. it's so kind of not what one, you want. <laughs> one thing you can look at getting uh, is a battery isolator. Uh, and that's mm, something yeah. you can wire in between your lithium and your AGM because sure. when you have it wired, you know, you're, you're charging your lithium off for your, your standard alternator, just kind of floating it through too. Um, and having an isolator on there that you can switch would prevent, you know, getting that pull from that AGM when you, you yeah. know, when you have it wired in. So something yeah. little, you know, you could think about in the future, just, you know, a little sure. setup to add in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually kind of embarrassing because I, so I don't have the second battery in yet. I was, that was just AGM. I just killed my AGM oh, okay. battery. Oh, okay. And, okay. and on top of that, I have a Red Arc Red Vision system that I've had for like six months, but I have not installed it yet. So it's well, literally sitting in my on. garage. So I've got all the management. I've got my solar panel that I had on my old truck is sitting in the garage. It's at the end of next month, I'm meeting up with a buddy of mine that's a, an electrician. Uh, and he and I are going to work on it, but it's just been scheduled. So I, I have all this stuff sitting there that would have prevented this. And it's just, just sitting in my garage. So, Hey, sometimes that happens. You know what I mean? Eventually it'll sometimes be great. But for right now, we don't have, have the time. You know, right. Life happens and we got kids and, you know, families. And sometimes we just don't have the time to put it in and we still want to enjoy stuff. So yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. yeah I'm, I'm still going camping, even though I don't have all my stuff in for sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I was going to touch on that too, is, uh, you know, is the the two different charging options, because, you know, there are a lot of negatives people say about the lithium and, you know, being in cold weather and overlanding, you know, we like to, you know, get up in the mountains. We like to do it, you know, in the wintertime, we want to get out of the house and don't want to be stuck. And, you know, we want to go have scenic views and and enjoy the snow also. So there are some of those and, you know, great things to look at is like the red vision, uh, like the red arc system. And, and also solar. So, you know, they say not to charge lithium batteries, you know, unless it's, you know, 32 degrees or so, and they try not to get below charging when it's that. And, and that is true to, to a point. Uh, But when you are doing things like solar charging, or you're using your red arc, you know, you are always kind of pumping a little bit of power to that battery. So while it might be really cold on the outside, think of it almost like a log cabin. Yeah, it's really cold outside, but the inside of that battery is insulated and it's almost like you got the fire on on the inside of your log cabin. So while, yes, outside it might be below zero, just that does not mean that the inside of that battery actually is below zero. 
especially sure. when you're doing solar charging and that because you're always pumping just a little bit of power there yeah. and it's keeping those cells warm. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, if you had it just sitting outside in the snow right. and then you wanted to charge it. Yeah. Okay. You're kind of SOL and you want to, you know, bring that inside, kind of, right. you know, bring it up, get it out of the, out of the temperature. But when you have it in the back of your rig and yeah. you're using these other systems, like, like a solar and like a red arc, you know, mm-hmm. you're always going to be pumping a little bit of power, keeping those cells warm. You really yeah. don't have to worry about that whole, you know, under 32 degree charging, you know, yeah. as much. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Well, I'm like, I don't know about everyone else's trips, but my trips historically have been like hit the trails for eight to 12 hours a day and then hit camp as it's getting dark and set up and go to sleep. And of course, you're not going to be solar charging at night. And yes, it's going to get cold even inside the cab for the rest of the day. Like my heat is on. It's going to be warm inside the cab. I can charge that thing up, run off of it, discharge it all night. Next day, wake up, warm it up, warm up the truck. Solar's pumping in. Exactly. And and that's exactly it is you're running it all day. You're not too worried. And and then also another way to think about it is like, yeah, you can't say you're in in the cold and you're running your diesel heater all night. Right. And you're and you're using power. The battery's nice and warm because it's being used. So then even in the morning when you go to charge it, the battery's nice and warm because it's been being used all night. So even if it is cold outside, it's like I said, that whole kind of log cabin idea is kind of how I like to explain it. Yeah, I never thought about, I mean, you know, obviously using it, I guess. Perfect. So um, do we want to end with sort of final thoughts? I mean, I know, obviously, you're probably a tiny bit biased, although you've been saying really good things about AGM, but you work for a lithium battery company, right? But I mean, I can say my final thoughts and you could say, you know, I mean, you go first because you've already kind of said the good things about AGM and, and lithium and then I'll. Yeah, I, uh, the way I like to look at it is, yeah, OK, I do work for a lithium battery manufacturer. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm here to provide anybody with whatever system or that anything they're trying to solve with as much information as possible, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, lithium is a big investment. Sure. Uh, and you want to make sure that you are properly, you know, feel like you really can comprehend it when you're you know, you're dropping, you know, over a thousand dollars on a battery. Uh, you know, some guys, when they're just getting started, it makes more sense for them just to have, you know, a couple AGMs in the back. Sure. And then, you know, if they're noticing that, okay, they're not getting the runtime, they're not getting the power, you know, they're taking their rig out every single weekend, as opposed to, you know, once every three months or so. Right. And, you know, we like to just make sure you're informed because at the end yeah. of the day, you want to make sure you have the right system for you and, and you're happy with it. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I, again, I think I love it because I definitely recognize that there are, I think there are a lot of advantages to lithium, but to your point, right? Like it, I feel like as long as you have some sort of a management system that can handle both, right? Because that's, that's something that you have to be concerned about from my understanding is sometimes yeah. it's difficult to charge different, you know, unless you have like a proper charging system, like a red arc or something like, like that. a red arc. Absolutely. But, you know, in my case, once I'm finally get that all put in, right, uh, then I will have that and I'll be able to have the AGM starter battery to have that advantage in the winter with from the cold cranking amps and the, you know, that alternator recharging standpoint. And then also have the benefit of the lithium to keep all my stuff running, keep my diesel heater going through the night. You know, like we talked about keeping it warm during the day. And even if it gets a little chilly at night, then, you know, getting it going back again the next day. So I, I like, I really like the combination of both for me personally. I, I really like... Yeah the both of them. And I think they both have their, their pros and cons. And I'm excited to see when lithium, you know, kind of gets that technology up to where it can be a starter battery and all that, even though I mostly go winter camping, but to your point, I never really thought about it having to be that cold. I mean, in the last like four years, I mean, I've probably been in sub-zero temperatures three or four times, honestly, sure. going up exactly. to Michigan, going to Wisconsin, like, 
I mean, right. even with all that, it's still been teens or 20s, you know, so it's not yeah. people think that's really, really cold. But once you've gone winter camping a lot, like 20s is pretty nice, <laughs> especially if you have no, a diesel heater. So, oh, exactly. You got a little heater there. Exactly. Yeah. Especially like, again, you're on it's it's almost the same idea of like your house. Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the heat, when is your trunk as hot as the rest of your car? Yeah. It's just not, you know, and, and it's right. same in the winter. The inside of the trunk is not quite as cold as, you know, it is outside. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on, and, and it's yeah. kind of circling back to what you were saying, using both and, and the red arc. And and really, you know, so our engineers, they cut their teeth making race car batteries. So they've That's been cool. doing lithium for race cars for oh. going on almost 10 years now. Wow. And that's where they kind of, they learned how to do their thing. And so there is there, right? But those engines are much more advanced and it can take a lot more power and need a lot more power. So while some of our batteries, we have the ability, I mean, we have a battery that has 2,500 CCAs. So we have plenty of power that we can crank into our batteries. It really boils down to, you know, working with companies that need to make their systems be able to handle that. And it comes down to, a lot of these companies, it doesn't financially make sense for them to, you know, create and make it where their circuit boards and their systems can handle, you know, all, all of these extra things that, you know, lithium does add to it. So there's really, there's, there's going to be growing pains between large scale, you know, corporate companies and then, you know, people who can just, you know, cut their teeth and make batteries. Sure. But yeah, it's coming. It'll definitely come as more of the industry wants to get lithium. Yeah. more and more car companies and, and these other companies are going to be able to start making their alternators strong enough to do it and, and making their systems so they can, they can handle it. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That's awesome. So again, Michael Linden from Lithium Battery Power, thank you so much for being with me. I, I love this because again, I am fascinated by the technology of it all, but I'm not super knowledgeable on it. So it was good to talk to you and learn this stuff. So thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Uh, appreciate it. Always happy to uh, hop on, talk with you, chat, and uh, look forward to doing it again sometime. Yeah, definitely. So guys, as always, you know, I will put links down to Lithium Battery Power, all their stuff down below. Definitely go check them out. You know, awesome company. Again, they were more expo. That's where I met Michael. Um, So if you're looking for Lithium stuff, you're looking for some solutions, definitely check them out. Um, As always, in the description will be links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on the podcast, Patreon page. Uh, The Newbie Overlanders group is 4,200 people, I think now. So it's growing like wildfire. So definitely come and check that out as well. But uh, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.